Shalom Aleichem Rabotai, good mod, modim zimcha. Today is the fifth day of the Omer. This is Rabbi Kovacs. We are continuing our learning in the Mishnah Yomi, in the seventh parak of Kiloim. Yesterday we begun the seventh parak of Mavrich, and Mavrich was training one tendril of a grapevine underground and then popping it back up in a new location. And at the new location, it would grow new roots, and then you could later separate them and have two separate grape plants from one original vine. And in the second Mishnah, we mentioned that a grapevine that dried out, it's a sort of enemikadeshet, meaning you can't plant other species within the radius, whether that's six tefachim for one grape or four amos for a carom for a vineyard, of a dried out vine, because it looks like a real vine. But if you did, it's enemikadeshet. It doesn't make it usur as kilayim, where you have to burn everything, the iser de raisa. The mayor added, even cotton is like this. And then Rabbi Elazar Ratzadik said that even planting on top of an underground vine is like this, where it's usser to do something. But it doesn't make it usser behana as the full deraisa prohibition of kilayim, and you won't have to burn everything. Obviously, you'd have to remove it and take it out, but it could be still edible, not what we call usser behana that has to be burned and cannot be enjoyed, such as Hametz Bepesach, a Jew cannot have any enjoyment from it, so you can't feed it to your animals or sell it to people either. So now picking up at Mishnah Gimel, continuing this theme. Eilu Osri and Volumikajin, these are things that are usr, you cannot plant them together, but it doesn't make Kilaim Zeraisa, or you're going to have to burn everything and get no benefit from it. And here's the list. It's kind of a, a review, a Chazara. Motor Harbun Hakerem. So the leftover space of a clearing in a vineyard. Now we had this in the first Mishnah in the fourth parak. Uh, we had the Karachas HaKerem. This is the same issue where you had, if you had 16 Amot clearing in the middle of the vineyard, you could plant there. But you needed to have four Amot buffer because there's still a Kerem on both sides all around it. And if you had leftover space in the middle, if you had eight Amot when you Beit you could plant something else. What if you only had seven amot in the middle? So if you only had seven amot, well, you're not supposed to plant anything there, but if you did, it's not within the vineyard because it's not within that four amot of avodatakerem, of the workspace of the vineyard. Motar mecholakerem, the leftovers of the border around the vineyard. This here too, if it was out, if there was a fence and there was a four ama workspace gap, and then there was an additional eight amas between the workspace and the fence, you could plant something else. What if there's only seven amot? So that's motor mecholakerem. It's outside the vineyard or botai, but it doesn't it doesn't look so chashos. They don't want you to plant something there. But if you did, it's not kilim deraita. Motor piske aris, the leftover space of the break in an aris in in a trained vine. That was the sixth parak, the sixth mishnah, where you had. Um, 11 vines in a row, and then the middle one, for instance, was was dried up, died, ripped out. So then there was a space in the middle. Motor apifiarot, the leftover space in a trellis. Remember, that's the third Mishnah in the sixth parak. You trained your vines over a trellis, and the trellis becomes bottled to the vines, so you can't plant anything else under it. But really, it's only it, it's only fully usar as kilim zeraita, under the vine itself. Under the trellis, even though the trellis is bottled to the vine, it's also to plant something else there, but it doesn't make it also behana that it has to be burnt. Aval tachat but underneath a vine itself, 
that would be awesome. We're going to see, and that's the ninth Mishnah in the sixth parak. If you have a vine stretching out uh, through the air past your past your your trellis or past your fence, and it keeps going past the four amos, so to plant anything under that is still usher, or a vine stretching from one tree to the other under the vine itself is usher. Avoda tagefen, and the workspace for one great plant. So remember, under one plant is six tefachim, because it's not legally a vineyard. The arba amot shebekerem, and the four amot around a vineyard, the workspace of a vineyard, re elu mitkadshot. These do make kilaim de raisa, and it's mekadesh in the bad sense, pen to kadesh. If it's if it grows in the state, you have to burn it in a fire, because it's aser behana. On to Mishnah Dalit, and we're going to see this one is a bit of a mind blower. Some versions of Mishnah combine Dalit and Hay. They list Dalit Hay, and then they list them both together. And we're going to find out why, God willing, uh, in, in tomorrow's uh, Mishnah. I'm going to try Blineder to post it this afternoon, because it's uh, Erev Yom Tov. But uh, on to Dalit, and we'll see why this is so uh, interesting. Habsochech et gofno so a man who trained his vine, he, he moved his vine, he made it schach, like schach of the sukkah, but he put it over the grain of his neighbor's field. So apparently there's some sort of machlokis going on. He says, I'll show him, and I'll take a grapevine and stretch it over on top of his wheat. This makes kilayim deraisa. And the one who stretched his vine over there has to pay for the damages to the wheat that now has to be burnt because now he's put his vine over that guy's wheat. Rabbi Yosem and say a person cannot cause kilayim in property that's not his. So it's very interesting The Bartonura says that uh, he, he points out that every other Isser in the Torah, we do say Adam Oser, Dover Sheinu Shlo, or Adam Mikolish, Dover Sheinu Shlo in this case. But for instance, if Ruvain's making a cholent, and he's left the lid off his cholent, and Shimon, his neighbor, hates the guy, you know, God forbid, you're not allowed to hate another Jew unless he's like, uh, you know, involved in a Vodazar. But he throws a stick of butter into the hot cholent. Now that's Usr de Raisa. Now Reuven didn't want any butter. He didn't want any uh, liquid, any any uh, any cholov in his cholent. Obviously, he doesn't want that. He wants to eat the cholent for Shabbos or Yontif. But his neighbor threw a stick of butter into the cholent. It's Usr. There's nothing you can do about that. You can't say, "Well, I didn't want the butter there. That guy's my neighbor, and this is my cholent. And how could he Usr my cholent?" No, the molecules of that cholent are Usr de Raisa as Basar Bacholov. Stick of butter in the cholent. There's nothing you can do or say about that. But kilayim is a little bit. Different. Kilayim is a little weird because the, the argument is, the Bartner points out, it's karmechah. It's your vineyard. It implies you have to own, that one person has to own the vines and the other plants involved. It sort of implies that if one person would take vines into another person's property, maybe that doesn't count as kilayim. It's karmechah. It's the possessive. Your vineyard. And the other Mepharshim, there's actually 29 Mepharshim cited in the Sfaria on this one Mishnah, uh, to give you a, a sense of there's a lot going on under the surface here. They point out that the Tosvites in the Gemara says that there's also a Sfara, a logical reason. We've seen in Kilim, it's different. 
we saw if seeds blew in the wind into, into your field, you don't have to go on the ground, crawling on the ground, picking up every seed. You could wait until they sprout and then grab the hoe and, and rip them out because you don't want them there. And since you don't want them there, it's not us or right now. You can wait a few minutes and, you know, maybe wait a few days. And then because you're going to rip them out, it's like you've ripped them out already. We saw if you're going through down the rows of your vineyard and you see, you look ahead a few rows and say, oh, there's Kilim up there. When I get there, I'm going to rip it out. Even if it added one and two hundredths, which normally would be usser as Kilim, it's not a big deal because you're on the way there to rip it out. You don't want it there. So we see that the Isser derives of Kilim is somewhat talui, dependent on your mindset, on your intention. So it's a very interesting observation that Kilim karmecha and its dependent on mindset could be different from every other Isser in the Torah. And it makes it very interesting. However, the Bartonura and the Rambam Paska and the Halacha here is not like Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon, which again is a little odd because we often say that the Halacha is like Rabbi Yossi in the Mishnah because Mishnah Rabbi Yossi Kavanaki. We say that Rabbi Yossi knows what he's talking about. But here there are other reasons, according to the Rambam and Bartonura, to say the Halacha is not like him. The Tosavit Yontav says, maybe not, don't speak so quickly, because we're going to see later on a lot of the other Mishnah in the Perak seem to assume, like Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yossi, that kilaim is different, and that ain adam mikodesh davashin l'shalo davka by kilaim. But recall, by every other isra in the Torah, if somebody else throws the butter into the cholent or you know pours the pours the milk into the fleishigs, it's game over. So don't don't go doing that. Don't so have a have a happy and healthy yom tov and a hag sameach and uh, keep the butter out of the cholent.